I'm Larissa, and I want to help you find the best strategy for communicating the magic and wonder of your jewelry brand so you can thrive by doing what you love and filling the world with beauty and creativity. Welcome to the Joy Joya Jewelry Marketing Podcast. Hi, I'm your host, Larissa Wurstiak. Through this podcast, I aim to empower and inspire jewelry entrepreneurs and innovators so they can thrive by doing what they love. I'm passionate about digital marketing for jewelry brands, and I'm excited to share my passion with you. This is episode 144, and today I'm going to share 10 of my favorite positive jewelry marketing habits. So I really like this quote by self-development expert Brian Tracy. He says, quote, successful people are simply those with successful habits, end quote. I really believe that success in marketing is all about consistency and showing up again and again in a strategic way to engage with your target customers even when you don't feel like it, and even when you feel discouraged. That means leaning into positive habits that you know will eventually make a difference for your business. So what are these positive marketing habits? Keep listening for my top picks. But before we get to today's episode, I wanna share some marketing-related news and insights from the past week that caught my attention. So first, in an article from Marketing Mag, there was advice all about improving your email deliverability for the holidays. So you probably already know that email marketing is one of the best ways to reach your customers during the profitable holiday season. So how can you ensure that your customers actually get your emails into their inbox, which is the first step before having them open your emails and click through them. So the word deliverability refers to the art of landing messages in your in your subscribers inbox rather than in their spam folder. This is a really common issue and a huge hurdle with email marketing, but there are some things you can do to overcome this problem. So definitely during this time of year, I'm sure you know, even from a consumer perspective, the volume of marketing emails, the frequency of marketing emails increases. So you are up against a ton of other brands that are also trying to get in front of your target customers in their inboxes. There's a ton of competition. There's also email fatigue among consumers. So these may be people who have subscribed to your list. Well, they should have subscribed to your list, but they maybe are on a ton of other lists. So they're gonna start ignoring or deleting emails without even clicking them, or even just out of frustration in a worst case scenario, just marking them as spam. So what are some things that can affect the deliverability of your emails. The reputation of your domain and sending IP address, the quality of your contact list, the frequency of your messaging, the design of your email, the content of your email, and the relevance of your messaging. These are all things that can affect your deliverability. As this busy holiday season is approaching, you really wanna pay important attention to three things. So the content of your emails, the coding of them, which is a little more technical, but you can potentially have an email marketing expert help you with that, or just use a really reputable email marketing platform. And finally, the management of your email marketing subscriber list. 
You always want to create content, and this goes for year-round, not just during the holidays, that's relevant and engaging for customers. Remember, what expectations did you set for those subscribers when they signed up? Are you promising news about new products, exclusive looks at discounts and promotions, whatever that is, are you still keeping up with that promise? Are you still delivering the same content that subscribers were expecting? If not, it may be time to kind of revisit that mission, the goals that you have for your email marketing and making sure that your content is super relevant. When it comes to list management, you really wanna think about how you are adding people to your list. So do you have a clear path of how people sign up, opt in? Are they clear that they've actually subscribed to your list? And do they have a way to opt out if they no longer wanna receive email marketing? Is your sign up secure? Do you get a lot of spammers? Because the quality of your list, whether the people on it are legit or not, can potentially affect the deliverability of your emails. And are you segmenting your email marketing? So do you frequently comb through your list and segment out subscribers who maybe haven't opened campaigns in a while? If you have too many subscribers on there who aren't engaging with your campaigns, that can potentially negatively impact your deliverability. And always following spam regulations. So making sure that you are following all the guidelines most of which will be taken care of by your email marketing provider, but (laughs) emailing in a fair, safe, and secure way so that people will actually get your emails in their inbox and have a chance to open them. Next, an article from Jeweler Magazine was all about Pandora and how they've been working really hard to attract Gen Z customers, so looking toward a younger customer demographic to keep themselves relevant. So what are the things that they're doing to capture the attention of this segment? Well, first, they're just trying to become more sustainable as a company and then sharing that information about sustainability with their prospective customers. So they recently announced new sustainability targets. One, reducing their greenhouse gas emissions by 50% across their supply chain by 2030 and also reaching net zero emissions. Their other future plans include the implementation of several omnichannel features, including a new store concept as well as increasing brand desirability and market share with both Gen Z and millennial consumers. So they're thinking ahead to the future of retail, giving customers flexibility in how they shop, in how they browse products, choose products, purchase products, and actually pick them up because today's consumers really want that flexibility. They want stores to really meet them where they are. They're also hiring new celebrity spokespeople for specific collections that they want to get in front of those Gen Z and millennial customers. The CEO of Pandora, Alexander Lasik, says, quote, if you look at Gen Z and millennials, by 2025, they are expected to constitute over 60% of the luxury consumption in the world, so we need to sharpen our pens. That's a great quote, regardless of what you think of Pandora, whether you like them or not as a brand. I think this news is a good lesson for any jewelry brand considered luxury, selling luxury goods. 
that they need to be looking toward that younger demographic because those people will make up the majority of the luxury market very soon. And then finally, an article from JCK was all about the Vicenza Oro show in September. So if you happen to not be familiar with this show, it's a five-day fair from September 10th to 14th that takes place in Vicenza, Italy, and there were more than 800 exhibitors. So this article in JCK kind of covered and highlighted the trends from the show, the trends that U.S. buyers were seeking out in Italy when they attended this event. Some things that they saw were the use of ceramics. So more vendors are using more like modern techniques with ceramic mixed in with other metals and materials. Expandable jewelry, which I think is pretty cool. So expansion jewelry bracelets that look like classic line bracelets, stretch bracelets with diamonds and color. Really, this is really good for gifting because then you can get someone a gift without necessarily worrying about their wrist size or bracelet size, curb links, rose gold, cool mixing of colors, so bold gold designs, new mixes with colored stone jewelry, like new pairings of color that we don't usually see, pinks with yellows, navies with green, and then emerald was a huge trend. If you want to get the links to the articles I share in this segment of the podcast, you can sign up for my email newsletter by visiting joyjoya.com slash sign up, and you'll get a digest with the links whenever a new episode drops. Okay, let's get to my top 10 favorite jewelry marketing habits. So how can you ensure that you are implementing and following good jewelry marketing habits to help move towards success in your business? Well, I definitely would love for you to consider the 10 that I'm going to share right now. So number one, being consistent as much as you possibly can. And by consistency, I mean through your language, through your photography, through your color palette, through your graphics, through your overall messaging and feel. Believing in the vision around your brand and business and as little as you possibly can, and in a perfect world, never wavering from that consistency unless it makes sense for you to adjust to your target audience or because some changes happened in the marketplace. But that habit of consistency and getting used to being consistent in all the ways that you interact with customers across all touch points is so important. Unwavering is what you need to be. So number two, regularly setting specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based goals and then determining key performance indicators or KPIs to ensure that you stay on track with those goals. So not only having those goals, but making sure you actually have a way to like check in with them and measure them. As an example, if you want to improve engagement on your social in your social media marketing, your KPIs might be something like total likes, comments, and shares, your reach, your impressions, and then monitoring those on a regular basis to ensure that you can actually tell three months from now, six months from now, whether you have made improvements in your social media marketing rather than just telling me or anyone else something like, yeah, it seems like it's kind of going well or that it's improving or it's a little bit better. Why not put some numbers to it? 
Number three, really push yourself to create more interesting and engaging content. I would say it's super easy to get stuck in a rut with content, especially social media content. If something like remotely is doing well for you or feels comfortable for you to produce or is easy, I think it's easy to just fall into the bad habit of repeating that. But social media is all about engaging with your customers. And if you're always showing them the same old or it's getting a little bit boring or stale, it's not gonna be engaging anymore. So I would say check in with yourself once a week and ask, what can I do a little bit differently today so that you're not getting stuck in a rut? Even if it's just one new content type that you're experimenting with, something new that you can get out there, that will really make a difference in the long run. Four, focus on the relationships that you do have with existing customers and really make it a habit to nurture those relationships, whether that means reaching out to them one-on-one, emailing them, engaging with them meaningfully on social media, hosting in-person events if possible, treating your VIPs to something special. So of course it's it's important to acquire new customers to always be looking for new people to buy your products, but your existing customers are the ones who are gonna end up being more valuable valuable to you over time. So making it a habit to really nurture those relationships. Five, check in with the market and with your competition. You don't exist in a vacuum as a brand. New businesses are popping up daily. Even if you take a break for like three to six months from kind of checking out what else is out in the marketplace, you may be surprised how much new stuff has entered the marketplace since then. So make it a point, put it on your calendar every month, every three months to kind of like poke around social media at certain hashtags or do a Google search around certain jewelry categories or read some of the industry publications like JCK to see what else is out there in the marketplace because you're not going to be able to innovate as a brand if you're not aware of what else is out there. Number six, get in the habit of keeping your finger on the pulse of new technology. I know firsthand that marketing technology can be really overwhelming. There's a lot of it coming out very regularly. Technology is constantly changing and evolving, but I think as a business owner today, if any aspect of your business is digital, you have to make a commitment to at least try to be aware of what's out there. So maybe that means subscribing to like an email newsletter about marketing technology or finding like a YouTube channel about marketing technology that you like or listening to podcasts about business and marketing technology. Not the sexiest and most glamorous thing, I admit, but I I really think that in order to be competitive in today's digital space, you need to be aware of of what's out there technology-wise. Number seven, break down your marketing and business tasks into manageable chunks and then check in with that task list list weekly. Marketing, a lot of the reason people struggle with it is that it can feel overwhelming, especially if you're working toward a big goal or there's a big marketing campaign or marketing endeavor that you're trying to launch. Typically, there are a lot of moving parts, a lot of things that need to be accomplished before 
your goals can be achieved. So breaking, getting in the habit of breaking things down into those manageable chunks and then checking in with that to-do list, checking things off as you finish them to get that sense of reward, of completion, to encourage you to keep moving forward is super important. Number eight, take risks to help you grow. Challenge any assumptions that you have about your business, about your customers, about your products, about the marketplace, and challenge yourself to do something that makes you a little bit uncomfortable on a regular basis. Of course, you don't want to be so spontaneous that you're just making silly business decisions. You should always be informed and reasonable, but maybe do something that pushes you out of your comfort zone where there is a potential risk of failure, even a little one, because that's the only way that you're going to make strides in your business and grow. Number nine, make it a habit to ask your satisfied customers for reviews, feedback, and or user-generated content, like pictures and videos of themselves wearing their jewelry. Unless you have some kind of automated review email going out, which is also really nice to have, I think it's important to remind yourself to personally ask for these things. I think it's very easy to go a long period of time just being focused on running your business and then forgetting that your customers really have something valuable to add. If you're not checking in with them, you could be missing out on social proof, on just general positivity that can come back to your business and help other customers shop with you and feel more comfortable shopping with you. And finally, number 10, Put yourself in the customer's shoes and ask yourself, why should I care? What's in it for your customers? I see all the time uh, a brand releasing a new product or collection and they're talking about what they think is so great about it, what makes it special, why other people should pay attention to it because of how they feel about their own creation. And sometimes I kind of roll my eyes at that because it's like, Good for you. You like what you made and you think it great. You think it's great, but what's in it for me? Make it less about yourself and more about your customers. So those are my 10 positive jewelry marketing habits that I think you should make permanent in your business lifestyle. What do you think? You can always email me Larissa. That's L-A-R-Y-S-S-A at joyjoya.com. As a reminder, my book Jewelry Marketing Joy is available. If you visit joyjoya.com slash book, you can learn all about it and buy a copy for yourself. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. For more information about marketing services for your jewelry brand, visit joyjoya.com where you can download our free ebook, Proven Conversion Strategies for E-Commerce Jewelry Retailers.